0: Yeah, and like, and so the, you know, this agent's like, oh, I don't understand why you just can't understand the pleasure of anal sex. I'm like, how about you stick a 16 ounce water bottle up your ass for two hours straight and bring it in and out and you tell me how easy it is.
1: Today, the show is sponsored by FabFitFun.
2: FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box that delivers full size fashion, beauty, home, fitness and wellness products. The FabFitFun
1: Fall Box is now on pre-sale. Boxes start shipping August 20th, so reserve the highly anticipated Fall Box today, folks.
2: FabFitFun boxes are delivered four times a year for just $49.99 a box. Um, A lot of times, uh, just one of the product's retail value is more than the cost of the entire box. All members can
1: choose between the Vince Camuto Luck Tote in Black or Desert Red, parentheses, retail value of $128, or... You can pick the crown brush six-piece brush set in silver or black, which, another parentheses, retails for $75, And parentheses, because that's how parentheses work, the more you know.
2: Every box will include two glam glow bubble sheet masks for you and your bestie to use on your girls' night in. Put them on your face, I used them, they bubble, they sound like pop rocks, and my face feels like a baby. And a beauty blender in Pro, Original, Chill, Pop, Bubble, Glow, Royal, Apricot, or Nude.
1: It also includes Simply Whimsical set of two tea towels and Skinning Company's Roma Blue and Capri Shower Gel. You can also get one from each of the following sets. In set one, you can get the Grown Alchemist Polishing Facial Exfoliant or Grown Alchemist Hydro Repair Day Cream in Camellia and Geranium Blossom or Grown Alchemist Hydro Restore Cream Cleanser, Olive Leaf and Plantango Extract, Set two, Silo Cobra Bluetooth wireless earbuds in white with rose gold or black with rose gold or Catherine Malandrino umbrella in pink and white or black and white. Set three, Vince Camuto luck tote in black or red desert or a crown brush six piece brush set in silver or black. Set four, Alfred teapot or Alfred French press coffee brewer. And then set five, kushio somatology yoga detox bath or pharmacy do-it-all total eye cream with echinacea green envy or touch in soul metalist liquid foil lipstick duo and number two penny There are also memberships with FabFitFun, where on top of getting such great products for incredible value in the box, FabFitFun members also get access to exclusive sales from all the amazing brands that FabFitFun partners with at a really great deal, like up to 70% off kind of good. Yeah, just saying.
2: Sign up for FabFitFun today to get your fall box. The FabFitFun fall box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. So use our code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Again, use promo code MESS, M-E-S-S, to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use our code MESS to get $10 off your first FabFit. Fun box. Welcome to Don't Mess. I'm Christine Sedelko,
1: and I am Chris Clemens, and, and this
2: is our podcast.
1: On the podcast, we are just trying to learn more about people. Places and things.
2: Personally, I want to learn more about adjectives, adverbs, and nouns.
1: See, I'm more of a preposition guy. Wait, we're making this sound like a podcast about grammar.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we interview people that we find interesting and want to learn more about, and hopefully you want to learn more about them too. And Don't Mess is a CastBox original produced alongside Studio 71. CastBox, if you haven't heard of it, is a podcast app available on iOS and Android. It's one of the fastest growing apps four podcasts on the market, and you can listen to Don't Mess uh, on your other podcast platforms, but I hope that you give CastBox a try. I think it's a really great app. You can find all of your favorite podcasts on there, including, hopefully,
0: mine. Don't mess. Don't, 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 don't mess. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to Don't Mess. We are here with our part two with Eden Blair, and hey. last week we discussed your... Exotic dancing yeah. slash stripping, mm-hmm. and this week we really want to get into the porn side of you. Ooh. Well, not into. I should have phrased that maybe a little bit uh, better.
0: Want to get into me?
2: Um, like, yeah, I do. Oh my Oh, oh yeah. my god, yes, teach me how to do porn noises.
0: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Do you do what do you act it up a lot? I'm for a hell of porn? Porn? Like uh, are you like a soccer player in FIFA?
0: You know what's funny like, is do
1: you really play it up?
0: Oh uh, yeah. So that's the thing. So like that's why I really love to build chemistry with my scene partner, because then I can really actually enjoy myself. Gotcha. So that's like a big thing. Now, not to say I haven't had to fully act in a couple of scenes because it was bad chemistry or they were just an asshole or whatever. Um You know, but, um, you know, I don't want to give too many things away, but it, but a lot of it is like, we are asked to like orgasm at a certain time. We're asked to do multiples. We're asked to do things like that. And we can't just stay quiet. Mm -hmm. That's another problem. So like, because if you're quiet, then it's just dead space. Oh yeah. It's just quiet, like slapping. So like, even, so like, even when I do like a blowjob, right? So like if I do a blowjob scene, um, it's. Like, again, my playful personality kind of comes through with those. I'm not, like, a gagger. I don't do things, like, face-fucking. I don't, like, I, I have a really sensitive gag reflex, so, like, if I'm in a deep throat, I have to do it myself. I can't just let someone, like, go in and out. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, some girls got magical throats that, like, stretch open. Yeah, that just, like, are black holes. I don't understand yeah. it at all. It. Yeah, yeah, just, like, a like, like wormhole. Just, like, whoop, right out the <laughs> other end. A black hole. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, um... And so, yeah, so, like, for, you know, so for me, like, if you do a blowjob scene, like, obviously your mouth is over something most of the time. So you do some noises. Um, I like to, like, break it up and, like, play a lot. Like, I do a lot more handwork. I do, like, like a little bit of spit play with my spit, like, things like that. And I do, like, I'm really well known for giggling in all my scenes as well. Like, when I orgasm, I tend to giggle right after orgasm. Can we hear or, a
1: little sample?
0: Oh, my God, I wish do I we... had my toy. Uh, your oh, toy. It's it's hard. It's <laughs> hard. So I have a toy. Um, That is a male masturbator. So I'm sure you guys have heard of Fleshlight, right? So my toy is from a company called Pleasure Products USA. It's called the 3V Stroker. And it has a recording of my voice (gasps) on it, as well as vibration settings and So you use that in scenes? I no. Oh, <laughs> you oh, sell, you I that I'm just saying, but that's so well, yeah, but I do. So oh, you can oh. buy it. You can buy it at. Chris, three, you can yeah. get one. Oh my yeah, God. You Mark, can. God, If I would have known that you that you Mark liked single. it, if I would have known you liked it, I would have brought one. They're fun. Damn, i Bring one on Saturday. Um, <gasps> yeah. Okay. Bring my, I'll bring one. To the, I'll bring it. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I well, Hey uh, guys, swipe up to get your
1: male stroker.
0: But but yeah, so basically for that, you know, I actually had to send them a clip to put on that toy, right? So it's a 20 second loop. And um, I basically sat down and I obviously couldn't use a vibrator like I usually prefer to. But, you know, so I just used my hands, recorded myself while I was doing that for about 20 or 30 minutes. And then I listened to it and I found the best little gauge of what I felt was the most me and then you practice
1: that noise no i didn't practice i just
0: cut it right out of that and i sent it to them oh so it was legitimate orgasm that was on that you know so that's that's the fun of those toys and each one of them there's like i think there's like eight girls that they have and each one has their own the each that's girl's so voice on that's it. that's such a good idea yeah, yeah they're really high quality there's they're really there's so fun. much merch options yeah. for porn yeah so if someone wants one they can go to 3vstroker.com and Chris check is them out it down. Yeah. i'm like uh,
1: alrighty.
0: yeah and uh if you want if you do decide to buy one you can use the code eden it's e d y n for 5 bucks off this yeah. is so similar to uh, youtube it's literally it's just minus <laughs> right the sex Yeah. Honestly. It's like we're just
1: Clothes, yeah. In our vlog, well, even
2: sometimes. Yes, yeah, so, but so how did I guess? How did you get into this? So you said you started dancing first, and then you transitioned. Yeah. Into so
0: porn. basically, um, I got into this. It's like the weirdest story ever. So I've always been really, really sexual as a person. I feel like the porn star was always there. Like I, I was. Gonna, I, I, I wanted really, to ask I, you what were you like, like as a the kid? Guys, well, as a kid, I like I actually didn't lose my virginity till I was um, eighteen. Oh. Um, and I, I basically think that's really just, young. just <laughs> it, for me though it was like I got tired of being a virgin and being like the one in the group that's the virgin, and then everyone fucking up any kind of. A date that I could ever possibly try to get. Like that like because they would tell the dude, you know. Oh, oh my god. Uh, like bitches. And um <laughs> and um so basically I uh had a friend that I hadn't seen in years that lived in another state, like right after I graduated high school, and went out to visit her for the summer after I graduated. And um they had like a house party one night and this guy was there and he was like super cute and I was just like fuck it. Wanna fuck? And <laughs> right? then you did. And I and I fucked you him. Fucked him. It. And he... You know, never knew, doesn't know. He just said, "Oh, you're tight," and I'm like, "Yeah, well, I'm tight anyway." Even all all these years later, I'm just so like, if that I do interracial scenes, I literally have to bring a dildo to like warm up to loosen everything oh, up a little god, bit because oh, it's so tight. I really you know? wish so... you
1: guys could see Christine's face uh,
0: right now. Oh
2: my god! Oh my god! I'm Um,
0: <laughs> but um, but yeah, so uh. Anyway, so you know, once I got that over with, like I think I didn't have sex again for like a year or so, oh, and wow. then like I dated this dude for a couple of years that was like, like kinky, but like I ended up just like he was like not comfortable for me kinky. Like I've found that I'm actually a very dominant person, and I'm a natural. Dom, I can see that you I told I've somebody tried, to crawl. Yeah, <laughs> I try, well, I, I do domination work all the time for for scenes. Like you know, oh, so cool. I I do a lot of. Um cuckolding, I do a lot of um like another end of cuckolding is like bisexual movies where I'm with two men and making the other guy play with the other guy. Oh so you're so like it's, the
1: mediator. Yeah,
0: exactly. So and you know, and then I've done like where I whip people and I do face whip? face sitting, smothering. Yeah, you know, so it's it's you know, it's super fun. And I have tried in my personal life submission, not Hate comfortable it. with it at all. You at you being all. submissive. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not comfortable with it. Yeah, I have I like a certain level, and once I'm past that level, I'm like, no. Okay. So definitely for scenes, not for me. They're they're m- much more intense than you know anything I would be comfortable with. So I just stay out of that. But I'm always available for domination stuff. And is that more popular fun. or what? do you find? submission with women? Like that's mostly like if someone goes, oh, we have you booked for a fetish shoot? I'd be like, what kind of fetish shoot is it? I because say. it could be foot fetish and like a foot job or something or or face sitting. Or it could be, oh, we want to strap you neck and arms and legs to a table and have guys do like a gang rush on you. Oh like that, that, you know what I mean? It could be that. And they don't or tell you could you be, before, I was oh, oh say, we want to they suspend not? you from a ceiling. And that's the thing. So that's why I, you know, like they do tell you what it is. And that's why they, they my agent's job is to bring the job to me, explain what that job is. Now I can get booked, like I had an agent. So a really good example of miscommunication was um, there's a website called Throated, mm-hmm. which is like super rough Hardcore. Yeah, it doesn't sound gentle. Right. Right? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't sound gentle. So I do blowjob scenes. I do not do blowjob scenes like that. And I had an agent years ago that booked me on that, told me it was a blowjob scene. Oh my god. And then I happened to be shooting with the director that was shooting for that website for another company like three days before I was supposed to shoot that. And he goes, Oh, did, did your agent tell you what website it was for? And I'm like, No. And he goes, Oh, it's this one. And he pulled it up, and I'm like, I'm like, I can't do that. I'm like, but like I can, I can give you the names of four girls at hand, <laughs> you know, and um, and he was like, oh, OK. He's like, yeah, that's not a problem. He's like, I just assumed that, that you were able to do that. You know, like your agent sounded like 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 you were OK with it. And I'm like, yeah, all he told me was a blowjob. He goes, oh, he should have explained it. So, oh. so what do they want you to do? It Well, throat it is like just super like rough, hardcore, like hanging, yeah. hanging your neck off a couch and them just like going balls deep in oh, your that face. What, is like that what
2: face fucking is? Is when
0: Yeah. They, they, right. like, well, that that's a very extreme version of face like
1: fucking. You, but that's yeah. like what's you, the
0: difference
2: between face fucking and a blowjob?
1: Okay, job? so a blowjob, I okay. Face
0: fucking is usually from... kind of tied in tied into most blowjob scenes where it's like the guys like you, you hold your mouth open and the guy just kind of pumps. Oh, so yeah. he's right? in control. Of he's it. basically. Th- yeah, fucking they, like, literally hold your, your head face. All, oh, like, that kind God, of thing. that sounds awful. It's like instead it's of not your vagina. That bad. It's... Like certain guys, like I can do it if just for a little, little, little time. Yeah. But like it just depends on the guy, you know, and how comfortable I am with them and how well they know me. Because um, yeah. I like, I lay out all my do's and don'ts at the beginning. Like it's a consent thing. Like you have, like our consent protocols are like so strong, you know, like that. And I like, there are some guys where like, I'm like, oh, I don't like being choked, but I trust you. And I know that you're not going to hurt me if you do do that mm-hmm. for this scene because of, what the character is you know what I mean so it's like little things like that but um but yeah I mean like for the most part like I've been through like I think I'm on my, like fourth agent now and I feel very comfortable with the agent I have now I'm a veteran performer at this time like so I've been in for like four and a half years I've been nominated at the AVN, the Expos, and the Inked Awards multiple times. I think I have, like, 14 nominations total. I've never won anything, but it's still awesome to be nominated. You're the
2: Leonardo DiCaprio of the porn industry. Right. You really are. <laughs> I'm, like, oh so
1: honored to be sitting well, here. Yeah. I think
0: mean, he finally won, but so you're He finally yeah. won, but he had to nearly kill himself to do it. You have, like, a bear seat. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, so, so uh, you know, like, doing that and like getting with an agent who like my agency is actually owned by Kendra Lust who is a veteran performer who's mm-hmm. one of the top performers in this industry and so having an age like an agency where it's run by a female performer who understands That's awesome. you know as a performer very different than a lot of these other agents a lot of these other agents don't come from a performer background. They come from some other background that's part of that, so it's um, part of the industry. And then they, you know, they end up, you know, having an agency and booking girls. And so sometimes they just don't get it. Like I once had an agent that was like, "Oh, I don't understand why you can't do anal." I'm like, "Because my body just won't stretch. My my body just says no." Little anal plugs, awesome, super fun, love them. Oh. Cannot take a dick in my ass for two hours. Can't do it. You know, I don't think I mean? many people it's, can. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing Mark, people don't you? understand. Like people, kidding. people watch this like twenty-minute scene or thirty-minute scene and of then. the anal scene, not realizing that girl hasn't eaten in twenty-four hours. She's done five enemas and she's had to do anal plugs and everything else to get stretched up and ready. And then this guy is probably like. As bigger, bigger than this candle that's sitting on this table. Aww. Are you so and, fucking kidding me? Dude, yeah, and like, and so the you know this oh agent's like, God. oh, I don't understand why you just can't understand the pleasure of anal sex. I'm like, how about you stick a 16 ounce water bottle up your ass for two hours straight and bring it in and out, and you tell me how easy it is. You're like, don't I'd don't be tell happy me to as do as it. as a man <laughs> yeah. who's never had something in his ass how easy it is. That's what's oh, oh, always so surprising. All is... the guys that demand anal have never stuck anything up their ass. They don't understand. They let me peg you is, first. That there then is so much work an involvement that goes into Preparing for anal or being able to do anal. Fucking butt. And I mean, and there are some girls. I'm like, oh my god, girl, mad props. You can get a fucking arm in your ass. That's Ah, amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) That was a genuine gag. That was sorry. No, 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 no. no. I don't have a filter. No, I I love that. I need to be desensitized. Yeah, uh. Yeah, I mean, like fisting and stuff is a thing in our in the industry for a lot of girls, and that's what I mean. Like, I think I was talking about like what I classify as like the one percenters in my industry. Most women in my industry are actually where I'm at. They work once or twice a month, if they're lucky. Everything is out of pocket for us, so we're paying $170 every 14 days to stay tested, to potentially only get a scene that pays $300, or maybe get lucky and get a scene that pays $1,000, and the agent gets 15% of that, you also have to put 20% of that, and that's the overall, not after taxes, the whole thing, and then you put 20% of that whole rate as well, Back for taxes, oh you know, at God. the end of the year. My dad's so you only really make about forty percent of what you're actually being paid. That just seems so unfair. That's um, brutal. And and that's the thing, though. But you know, but that depends on what you will and won't do. Yeah. Like I will not be, you know. Hardcore, rough scenes. I don't do super sloppy, like spit swapping, cum swapping. I can't do it. The gag reflex, I just can't. Like, it's not for me. I just can't do it. Well, good for you. Um, Yeah. And uh, I wish I could do it. I'd get booked more. But I just physically can't (laughs) handle it. Like, I mentally, physically, I'm not okay with it. And that's fine. My agent is like, that's fine whatever you do yeah. or don't want to do, That's good that period. your agent is, like, cool you know? with that. And, and, that, and like that's pushing. how agents should be. Now, some agents take advantage and some agents don't. Like, you know, it just it's a really weird politics in the industry, yeah. you know. But, um, you know, girls that can do anal, double anal, uh, double penetration, double vag, like... Bondage, like really rough stuff, like what kink does, like you know, gang bangs, things like that. Or like bukka, like I can't do bukkake scenes either what, I just what can't is handle that. It. Is that bukkake is where a girl gets like 20 or 30 loads in her face, like yeah. multiple c- guys, semen. Yes, yes, that is a load. That's bukkake. Oh, um, or oh. like I like I like I do cream pie scenes for instance, What's which is that? where the guy oh. comes inside of you, yeah. But like last time, someone Ugh. asked me to do a cream pie, and they're like, "Okay, cool. Will you do like a gangbang cream pie?" I'm like, "No." I literally just got not chills. comfortable. I'm like, "Oh Not God. comfortable with that, not at all. You know, but there are girls that are, and more power to them because yeah. like they get booked a lot. You know, and those are like the one, like the like the one percent girls. Like these are girls that you could name off the top of your head. You know, like Angela White, Adriana Chachik, uh, you know, um, uh, and like girls like that. Yeah. You know, like these girls are like really big name girls. Like they do everything. And they're do you incredible. find
1: that the that sometimes. That the if you want to be good, that you do have to just do everything. Like the thing, the thing are, about are our industry be... is,
0: I like I have seen people do like gay for pay. You know what I mean? And it affects the quality of the the movie. It affects the quality of the work. You know, I've seen people that get booked on big feature movies. Um, which, as, like, I have a theater background, so I've gotten booked on a lot of features, um, big features, like ones that are based on romance novels and shit, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's like, different, where you have to memorize 20 pages of script, and you're on set for three days straight mm. for 14 hours, and you have to be on it. That seems more and then you more. have people yeah. that come in, and they're like, oh, you know, like, I was on a set once, and the guy, like, couldn't remember any of his lines. He was, like, dragging a lot, like, had a lot of trouble with the sex scene. Turns out, he was on Painkillers all day. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, And, you know, and Stormy Daniels herself was like, I'm sorry, let him put his dick in you. I'm so sorry. Like, she apologized to me for booking me with that guy, you know, because he was a new guy and she wanted to give him an opportunity. So, you know Stormy Daniels? I worked with her a couple of times. I don't, like, like, personally, personally know know her. You know, I don't personally, personally know her, but all I can say is, like, that woman is... A force to be reckoned with. She's absolutely incredible. Yeah, she she's is. such a professional. Like she's her 60 amazing. minutes
2: interview was it was really good. It
1: was. Yeah,
0: she's an incredible woman. Like like a lot of these women that have been in this industry for a really really long time are just powerhouses, Well, you, man. you have
2: to be. You've probably seen the, some of the worst shit, like, of And you society. probably
0: get
1: taken yeah. advantage of, like, crazy. I mean, you've even talked about it just yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and that's the thing,
0: too, is, like, what's great about, like, we have um, companies like APAC and, uh, like, the Adult Performer Advocacy, Advocacy Committee. A yeah. yeah. little, little bit of mouthful that way. But they have, for instance, um, like, mentorship situations. And they do meetings and they do talks about, oh, here's how you can do better in finances. Here's yes. how you can prepare for taxes. Here's how you can like here's the way consent should be stated here's this and here's that and as a you know uh, even for me like i have blogs that i've written about here's what you need to survive avn here's what you should expect cost wise here's what you should bring with you here's what you should get here's you know this you and this and that like i wish i had enough information to write a book oh but i think that, i mean this the, podcast is you know, enough here I know. Just, just transcribe look. it <laughs> yeah you know and um You know, and I have like other things about like contraceptives and porn, like what my thoughts on that is. Like I've seen girls that do creepy scenes that aren't even on any kind of birth control, (laughs) which is a huge risk, you know, like just things like that. Like, you know, little things like and with younger girls as well, you know, like I got pushed around the first time I got in the industry and I didn't get pushed around very long because I actually come from in between all that dancing, I was managing stores. Like I'm from a sales and customer service background. I was a manager. I've run stores before. I've run like storage unit facilities, like things like that. I come from a business background. So when I sit down and I'm like, well, why are we doing this? What's this? What's the pro of this? What's the con of that? You know, and then I'm fighting back on things that I feel aren't appropriate. You know, you're not going to stay with that agent very long, you know, and it's obvious. It's just a bad business relationship. Right. So, so I like to educate girls, even as dancers, like new dancers coming in, I'll educate them like, oh, you know, you can try this or try that. If this guy comes in, this is what he likes. This guy comes in, this is what he likes. You know, like little things like that, you know, because those little things make the difference between um, having a successful Business and not having a successful business, you know. So, and then you know, with the industry now, like the tube sites are killing so much stuff. So, what's a tube site? A tube site is like Pornhub, RedTube, Xhamster, oh, like free porn. Yeah, which is really difficult because here's what happens. So, let's say like you love me as a performer, right? I do. I so love I you get as a fan, performer get, and as a person. <laughs> I get fans all the time. I love you. I'm such a huge fan. Sent me a link to a tube site that's on one of my videos on, right? And I'm like, well, you're not that big of a fan if you're not paying to see me. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, though. So it so basically uh, it takes money out of my pocket unknowingly, because what happens is um, let's say a really good example, because I know like this is a clip that was leaked. Right. So let's say I shoot for Hustler. Right. And I do that scene and I get paid, you know, for my boy girl. rate, right? And I got paid for that one day. Well, how right? much would that be? Um they can average anywhere from eight hundred to thousand. It depends on the girl. Like some of these girls, like their boy girl rates are like outrageous because they're like performer of the year, like things like that, yeah, right? Gotcha. So the, the more the more substantial you get with that, the Which the, makes the more your rate yeah. goes up, right? So it just varies. Um but yeah, so let's just say I get a boy girl rate for that. I get paid that one day and I sign a model release so they get, you know, whatever. So hustlers can do whatever they want with it. They can like, for example, one of my scenes that was shot by Devil's Film three years ago has been used in twelve different movies and they shoot all the new girls and then throw that scene in there for the compilation for the DVD instead of rehiring me to do another movie because that scene is that good they've reused it that many times right so um, it's very strange and I'm not getting any compensation for that other than like I have um, an um, uh, adult empire page Like my own little space, like my own store on there, which they automatically fill, which is my page. And every movie I've ever appeared in is on there. And people can buy it on VOD or they can buy just the scene or whatever. And I get a very small percentage of that sale. Um, And that's the best I can get with that. Unless I buy the DVDs directly, I can sell them at expos. Right, as a as a collector's item, I sign it. You know that. Oh, do you do a lot of those? I do a lot of expos. I do exoticas every year. I'm going to be at exotica Exotica New Jersey in November with Pleasure Products USA. We should go. promoting my toy. You guys would love. That'd be interesting. I'm down. Um, But yeah, and. um, God, I lost my train of thought work, was well, I? perfect, because we have to do an <laughs> yeah, ad break. Let's so, pick this back up in just a sec. Yeah, so we're going to uh, break
2: for an, another ad because we love money. money. Um, and then when, money. We get back, <laughs> and when we get back, we will get uh, even more into it, and maybe I'll even gag a little bit more.
1: Yeah, we're really going <laughs> to get into the penetration <laughs> when I don't we mean get that, back. in a bad
2: way. I'm just a big prude. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so stick around. We'll be right back.
1: We just want to say a huge thank you to Stitch Fix for sponsoring this episode of Don't Mess. If you don't know, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Just go to stitchfix.com mess, M-E-S-S, and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who will handpick five items to send right to your door. Then you try them on, pay only for what you love, and return the rest. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required. You can sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only $20, which is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. I think my brother used Stitch Fix, and I kind of, you know, as brothers do, was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But then... When they contacted us, I looked at it and signed up and it was so easy and I love the concept of it. I put in all of my sizes, what I was willing to spend, my style, and the box came and I only sent one thing back because I loved everything else.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I was not a big fan of that shirt. Uh, You know, I
1: didn't ask for your opinion, Eh, but I did send it back because it was the one item I wasn't a fan of and it didn't fit right. So that's the great thing about Stitch Fix. You don't like it? Send it back. Get started now at stitchfix.com/mess m e s s and you'll receive an extra 25% off when you keep all 5 items in your box. That's stitchfix.com/mess to get started today. One more time in case you forgot, stitchfix.com/mess m e s s.
2: Hey guys, I want to talk to you today about Tomboy X. Uh, They're a clothing company that sells underwear. They sent me some new sports bras uh, in the mail, and I just tried them on the other day, and they're super comfortable, and I hate shopping for bras, so it's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. They have bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, boy shorts, bras in every color, and they have sizes extra small to 4XL. Regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, uh, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody feels comfortable in. So go to TomboyX.com slash Don't Mess and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And Don't Mess listeners get an extra 15% off with code Don't Mess. Again, code Don't Mess, D-O-N-T-M-E-S-S, no spaces, for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash Don't Mess. Again, code don't mess D O N T M E S S no spaces for an extra fifteen percent off. Um, okay, guys, we are back with Eden Blair. She's here, and she's going to get into how she's gotten screwed over at her job, which I think we all can relate to, but
0: maybe in different ways. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I was talking a little bit a second ago about. Tube sites and how you really are not only are you pulling money out of that company that produced that video's pocket, you're actually literally pulling money out of the performer's pocket because let's say, like what I was saying, is let's say Hustler shoots that scene, okay? And they put it out on DVDs and they put it out online and someone buys it and then they download it and then they torrent it and then they put it onto Pornhub, right? So instead of selling that movie that maybe For example, one of my videos on Pornhub I noticed recently had like 45,000 or 50,000 views on it. Instead of selling that scene 50,000 times for however much money they sell it for, which would be amazing because if I'm selling to 50,000 people, that's actually incentive for them to bring me back and hire me again for Mm -hmm. another scene. However, if they sell that movie five times, they do not give a flying fuck how many views are on Pornhub. Interesting. They do not care. They do not care. If you don't sell, you don't get booked. That
1: seems almost archaic with where we are right now, with everything being digital. And mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's maybe well, and, because and, we're and, coming and, from like a and, YouTube world. But
0: yeah, and what and the hard part is that it all trickles down as well. It trickles all the way down into that strip club. Yeah. Because you get uh, like it's more like the older guys seem to have an understanding. Pay for your time. You know, like few bucks, ten of. bucks, twenty yeah. bucks, whatever. Right? They get it. Okay, they want you something specific. They pay you for it. They yeah. get it. The younger generation, like the millennial generation, they're just like, I don't have to pay for anything like that. Yeah. I don't have to do this. I, I'm not going to pay five bucks to see your Snapchat because I want to see your pussy. I'll just look it up on Google. Like they don't care. They uh-huh. don't care, and it and it's really hard. So like the like the tube sites are trickling down into all of that. Like I have a VIP snap. I post on it. You know, I try to post on it every single day. I try to post a nude every single day. I try to post little things about my life, like little things. And, you know, it's like 10 bucks a month. And I think like 10 people pay for it, you know. And that's the other thing, too, I've noticed is like when it comes to things like a site called OnlyFans. I had yeah. OnlyFans. It's oh, yeah, very difficult to upload shit, to. It takes forever. I gave up on it. That's why I'm just like, I just focus on the snap. What right? about Patreon? You ever try Patreon? Patreon does not allow adult content. Oh, then what does Trisha Paytas
1: do? Yeah, Trisha, what are you doing? Yeah, how do
0: you do that? <laughs> is she flashing people? Um, I'm not. I, tr- I mean, I try to avoid. not watching it. <laughs> it. So you can talk I about sexual know. stuff. You cannot post sexual interesting images or videos anymore wow. because of SESTA and Foster. Yeah, all I'm getting Jesus. out of this is just
2: there needs to be more regulations.
1: Yeah, and like,
0: Sesta Foster needs to be completely reworked to be yeah. an actual legitimate regulation for sex trafficking. You know, it's like just because some people don't enjoy their job. Doesn't mean yeah. all of them. they're. Doesn't mean they're being forced to work. Those people that work at a fucking business fifty hours a week that hate that they don't have a life. They're not being forced to work. They're doing it because they want to have a job yeah. that pays their bills Supports and their helps life. them yeah. facilitate their lifestyle. And they're probably good it at is the it. exact same thing. Yeah,
1: like, if you're just doing something some different. Some people love
0: their jobs. Some people hate their jobs. And some people just kind of feel whatever. Do you, you love know? your job? I love what I do. I, I can really tell. do. I the can only tell, downside yeah. for me sometimes is the way that other people. Treat you, it. you know, like I actually want to make like a set of T-shirts. Um, personally, I want to do one that has like um, porn star on the front and then person on the back. Yeah. And then I also want to do one that says and modesty doesn't equal disrespect. That's I would love. Uh, that. Yeah. That would, so, I think those would sell really well. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Maybe I'll make some. I have like my, my, my vinyl press at home. Yes. Oh my god, that's so. We have a DIY. You porn really are star queen. just so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing is, I think I, uh, something I, I kind of glazed over was as well as um, how I really got into the industry. I made a, I made a business decision to get into this industry. A business decision. Um, I've always been fascinated with porn. I've always been fascinated with all the documentaries. And unfortunately. Do uh, yeah, I do still watch porn. I pay for mine and I watch what I watch what I want. Right? Is, so um, we'll get
2: to it in. The back. I have a <laughs> yeah, question I actually about that. tend to watch.
0: I watch a lot of gay porn and I watch a lot of. Um, Whoa. Yeah. See, I kind of get that. I love <laughs> I see it. If, if I see it on TV. Like I but like. Well, I also why, like, do. I'm very open ended. Like I'm one of the f- like one of not very many performers that do bisexual porn. There aren't a ton of performers that do transgender like work with transgender people, um, you know, and I'm basically pansexual to me. If you're attracted to me, you're attracted to me. I yeah. don't really care I, oh, I what color that. you are, what you, what you declare yourself as sexually. I um, that. It's who you are and, and how much fun I have with you. Exactly. That's, that's what it is for me. And, um, and I wish more people were a more understanding of that, you know, cause like you can, like there are performers that won't work with people that work with trans performers or there are people that won't work with people that work with crossover performers like bisexual scenes and things like that. Like a crossover performer is someone that is a male talent that does gay porn and straight porn. But the thing is, at the end of the day, when you're doing a scene with um, a woman, even if you're coming from that, uh, we all get tested the same.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: like you have to have a clear test to work with me. You know what I mean? And it's that simple. And like, if that test is clear then boil, let's jump in bed. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, so there's a lot of factors to everything and like, but for me, um, a lot of the documentaries are very negative there was actually a couple, like the one that sold me and I was actually lucky enough to have dinner uh, with him as well, was Michael Greco did a movie um, that was uh, basically like a behind the scenes thing, uh, I think it was called Naked Ambition and he did a coffee table book of the photographs that he did that was during that documentary that where he was filming it and that was at AVN, it was a few years back, I think it was like 2012 or something and um, it sold me A hundred percent that I can do that. I just saw it. And it's like, you know, the thing is like the fans and like there's some people that are absolutely like the worst people on the planet and they try to like make you feel like shit. But, you know, like I said, a lot, like before, like I was a late bloomer. I had a really rough child. We moved around a lot. I never fit in anywhere ever. You know, I was always friends with the outcast. I was always friends with the art geeks and the poetry nerds and like because that's who I am. Yeah. yeah really you know, out. I just happened to get lucky and kind of blossom, you know, yeah. but like but a lot of them did, too, you know, and I think that like um, for me, rather than like my sister, it made me a more open minded person. And I try not to live in a bubble. I try to pop a bubble if I find it and I don't judge a book by its cover. I try to find a page and see if it's interesting.
2: You I know? love this book.
0: I, I know, love it. You. You're the uh, best. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to just make uh, it rain on Saturday. Yeah, yeah
2: we're going to bring... I'm going to go stop at the ATM.
1: Yeah, we're going uh, <laughs>
2: to... I'm
0: going to make those paper airplanes <laughs> you guys for you. You can't ya. see this when I'm dancing a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's... But, yeah. Um, but, but, you know what I mean? So, so I think that's a thing. So, that for me, like... And, you know, and then also like dancing and and meeting the women that do that and the people that work in that industry and then going in, like, seeing a documentary like Naked Ambition, which was this really awesome look at not just performers, but the fans and like other people that have a lot to do with the industry that help create the industry as it is. And seeing their personalities and seeing how an expo is and like all of that, you know, and I was just like, I can do that. And also, again, like I said before, I'm a super sexual person, so... I always had fun with sex. For me, it was always kind of a performance anyway, because my end goal is to like completely control that edge and then get them off when I'm ready. Like that was—it's nice. not all about me. Like honestly, like I actually have fun like playing playing around and like getting them worked up, you know. And I've dated work girls and I've dated guys, and you know, so it's uh it's like a whole thing for me, but. Um, so, Sorry. how does
1: dating go for being a porn star? So, like, you just
0: got to find someone that understands. So, like, are you um, dating right now? Yeah. So, I've been with, um, with a guy for four and a half years. Okay. He met me shortly after I entered the industry. Yeah, because I was going to say that's Uh huh. And we it. actually met on, it sounds weird. We met on OKCupid. Okay. And I actually put, I am a adult performer on here. And I'm like, if oh my looking God, for I'm sure call, your fucking things. Were- oh. I was like, if you're looking for a booty call, do not talk to me. Love and that. also, I was like, no hardcore gamers. Okay. not into that dated that they're fucking pain in the ass I like to go out and do actual things and, <laughs> yeah you know? I was
1: gonna say no like, fortnighters
0: no this is a, like I think this is like years ago so that wasn't even a thing like, it was yeah. like Xbox, Call Playstation yeah. Call of Duty that shit I'm like Sorry, I don't care Ninja. if you want to do that for like 20 minutes on a Sunday fine or whatever it's a video game you can turn it off anytime I don't give a fuck if it's live like I don't care yeah. let's go out and go for a hike Yeah, like, something right so yeah. So that's more like for me. Right. And I'm also like I actually personally do have a bit of a muscle fetish now. It's like I love guys that are shredded, but guys that are just big. I've dated quite a few power lifters. I love guys that are just super crazy strong. Like and um, so the guy I date, he's actually a personal trainer. Um, We have our first session with our
2: personal trainer after this. Yeah, maybe it's
1: maybe <laughs> No, definitely <laughs> not. Like He's all the way out in Santa <laughs> Monica. But, um, definitely not He works, not him he works then. for a
0: private studio. He actually just started his own app, like online system that he that he does as Ooh, well. A but, business couple. Um, I know. Yeah, a power yeah, couple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he also helps Jay-Z. me run, run my dog business as well. So I do yes. I do dog boarding. So like he'll watch the dogs when Will I have. Can you watch
2: my dog, work. please? We can. Yeah. My dog. Yes, I travel so much and I feel so bad leaving her with like Wag people because you know Wag. It's like it's the yeah, worst I app ever. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's made for the iPhone 4. It's like the worst. Anyway. So. Mine's
0: my own personal business. But yeah. It's, um, but yeah, so he helps me with the business t- as well. Like he, you know, he does dog walking and he helps me board. And then, you know, I do all the training like because I'm a professional trainer. I've been training for years. I specialize in getting um, hyperactive, anxious dogs, re- reintroducing dogs to homes like that are rescued, things like that. My dogs are rescued, um, she's anxious. And, and then a lot of my dogs, like if they finish like all of my courses, because I, I set my course up in six weeks increments where it's like an hour a week. Um, and you get homework sheets and all of that and it's very structured because that's what dogs really need and it's all about communication teaching you how to communicate how to them to communicate they don't we don't speak the same language you know so it's all it's all about that and it's um you know and it's great and a lot of dogs that that i work with end up being like these just really great happy dogs that are welcome in any home their an incredible partnership with their owner and some of them even pr- go on to do therapy work as well. Oh. So a lot of the rescues that I used to foster are actually service dogs now for um, psychiatric issues. So um, before I moved to California. But um, but yeah, but I mean, like, so that's kind of what I was doing when, when I was in North Carolina. I keep trying to come back around to this. So I actually was in <laughs> auto body school. <laughs> oh, my wow. God. Uh, you like
1: just never. Yeah. Renaissance. I, I, was yeah. In, I was
0: in auto body school in North Carolina. I was stripping to be able to make money for, you know, um, for, you know, the bills and everything. And um, Turns out, a year in, I found out that I am severely allergic to a chemical and polishing compound, <laughs> and I was getting massive hives, and, like, I have a permanent skin condition now from it. Um, oh, my God. That's, uh, it's called Tinea Versicolor, so, like, my body no longer makes um, a certain amino that controls the pH balance on my skin, so I get, like, these white—I actually have some on my tummy. I can show you guys later, but, like, <laughs> these big white spots and, oh. like, things like that, and... Um, uh, and it used to be all over my body though. I had it all down my back, my stomach, my chest, up my neck, on my face. So I've actually gotten very well recovered. Not everyone does. Um, you know, but basically once I had to do that and I'm telling you, my instructor fought for me cause I actually, I love cars. I've been involved in car shows, car magazines. Most of my work is modeling has been car shows and car magazines over the years. You know, I've done, you know, street low magazine and a bunch of local magazines and um, charity shows benefiting animal shelters and like i just actually did one in june that was unfortunately the last one with the person that that does them he's done them for like nine years and he's just kind of done doing them but um i've gone out for the last you know five years with him as a guest model to help raise money to help pay for medical uh medical uh expenses for animals that are fosters and rescues oh my and um you know and so it's just you know that's near and near to my heart and my ultimate goal someday is for have enough of my money saved that I can go and buy a property with some space and actually open my own rescue. Yeah. And that's that's my goal, you know? And not like- I was like, gonna
1: ask you what your like end goal for- Yeah, my end goal like is so to interested. invest in
0: properties here in California. I'm actually saving up now to go into deposits for um to split between um, my guy and my roommate who's a real estate agent who actually owns investment properties in other states at, the, at this time. And he specializes in investment properties here. And um, the goal is for all three of us to come together, get a down payment on a property, turn that property into a multi-unit, get some kickbacks from that, um, get enough money to buy a secondary property, get kickbacks from that, and then start making money on those properties so we can um, own a property either further up in Northern California um, to actually live at permanently and then manage our properties and continue to, to build those. So that's like the ultimate goal for me is um, to get a really large property with, you know, maybe a creek or a pond or something like that. So definitely would have to be in a space like that and have a whole room just for kennels, have, um, uh, exterior spaces for dogs that maybe need a little bit more time getting used to the world. And, um, You know, Dogtown in Utah that's run by Best Friends has these beautiful octagon buildings that are all air-conditioned and everything that have runs in them Mm -hmm. uh, for each dog, and they have a covered space for them to sleep in and, like, indoor spaces. And that would be a goal to, to, you know, get at least one of those for dogs that maybe aren't as social while I continue to work with them and train them and rehabilitate them and be able to put them into homes that will actually keep them permanently. Because that's – and then if they can't be rehabilitated, then I'll take care of them. But – um, and you would, and ideally you would stop dancing. You would, yeah, I was at wondering that point about that. it would stop dancing. Gotcha. So this goal is for the next five uh, between the next. Um, I would say I would like to have that property, but already be investing in properties within the next five years. But I would like to have that property in the next eight to ten years. So you're She's planning, plan. yeah, yeah.
1: I'm. This is just.
2: I'm in, like inspired. I'm, I'm so inspired. He, like, I, I be a you just. Have,
1: I just. I think it's so interesting that. Here you are talking about your long-term business plans when people probably think porn stars and strippers are just dumb yeah, they, bimbos. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: that's the, that's the main thing. Like like I said earlier about the way people treat you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I like it's just funny. Like I was outed by a kid. I said we moved a lot when I was younger. I'm not kidding. We moved like every four to six months. I don't know Jesus. why. Wow. My mother's never explained it. We just did. I went to 28 schools in nine different states. Oh my it, God. It's Stop. a lot, you know, and um, so this one state, Mississippi, we're in a little bitty town called of Learned it. at this little bitty, like my whole grade had 12 people, okay? Oh like God. It was a K, It had like 300 people total. It only had eight teachers and it was like K through 12 there. Like It was crazy. And um, so this one kid that was in the grade my sister was in that hung out with us a little bit uh, after I got into porn, apparently found my first interracial scene. And I'm talking about Mississippi grown boy. Okay. Yeah. So he was not okay with that. And he sent the link to my mother and sister in an email with a big title about me being a porn star. And uh
1: so your family had no idea.
0: They had no idea. I was this is this is actually a month after i got in it was not not like some girls are able to definitely tie that down for a longer span of time you know what i mean i had like some random kid i went to school with for three months you know (laughs) what i mean like it's crazy and um and so basically what happened is they didn't open the email they called me Um, and my mom and sister are very close they've always kind of lived in the same like even today, they live in the same town. My sister now has two kids. I have a niece and a nephew. They're very, very little still. And they live, like, two blocks away from each other. They've always been joined at the hip. I'm definitely the black sheep. I've always been very independent. I moved out when I was 18. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, started working when I was 13. Huh. Always had to pay for all my own stuff. Bought my first car. Paid for my first phone. Everything. God, you know, so, so... cool. Uh, like <laughs> so cool. Uh, but, yeah, so they didn't talk to me when I was like, yes, it's me. Don't, yeah. don't open it. Just delete it. Um, they didn't talk to me for... You know, about eight months, I think. Wow. And if my dad ha- has ever found out, which I'm going to assume he has because my brother lives with him. My brother is a fucking big mouth and he knows. And so, but my dad has never once mentioned anything about my industry, never said anything to me, nothing. It's never treated me one ounce differently ever. Is my that mother, a good or a bad thing? I Would love you... my dad. Oh, okay. Love my dad. I'm definitely the daddy's girl. Like I've gone out on like gem trails. He's a mining engineer. So I've gone out on gem trails with him when I was younger. Like my mom had custody. Uh, my bro- dad had custody of my brother you know so it was really crazy and and you know i've always just loved him and i don't get to see him often anymore he actually lives in alaska now and he works for um, a mine so he you know he uh rarely and he won't come to california he hates california so um <laughs> you know I, i've gotten to see him like over the last couple of years like you know my sister got married and I, he was down for father's day one year um when i was actually in town for the for a, a charity car show in Utah, so you know I get to see him from time to time. I've, I'm very much like only get to see my family like every few years, really. Yeah. Like that's I'm not worried about it. They check in on me, I check in on them. You know, works out. But, yeah. um, but like my mother, you know, like, um, if I get a, a nomination, I text her. I'm like, hey, I got an award oh, nomination. It's nice. yeah. You know, or, um, you and know, there's, and she's supportive. Yeah, like I mean, she she's come to accept the fact that I do this. I think for them, as long as I'm happy. Doing what I'm doing, and I'm living a lifestyle that I love. I think that's what's important to them, um, which is cool. And of course, you know, they all know about my boyfriend, and they've all met him as well. He went with with me to my sister's wedding, and um, you know, and everything. And I think that at the end of the day, I'm very lucky in a way that not many people are in my industry, where I I'm just open about what I do. I don't hide it, and I think for me, that gives me the ability to create true friendships with people um that are open and fun and um they just love me for who I am and not like this other persona that I'm projecting outside of what I'm doing in the adult industry I'm me all the time like like Eden is who I am I've been using this name since I was 18 it's like and I've never like like if someone calls me by my real name I feel weird like I don't I, I don't connect with it. You know yeah. what I mean. And so, um, uh, and I feel like being in this industry has, uh, helped me find who I am. You know, it's it an hasn't. Outlet. Yeah, it it's helped me find who I am. Like, it's helped me find a voice for myself and. Um, to be more confident and like be like, not take shit from anyone and like you know and I took a lot of shit from a lot of people growing up you know over the years and and that would never happen today. And now they're I, looking in your boots. Yeah, it's completely it's completely or other things. You never yeah, know. Yeah, I like it, I'm just like I love that I can just be who I am and you can either accept that or we just don't need to be in each other's lives and it's that simple. Like I like I won't, won't be friends with someone that is weird about me being in the porn yeah. industry. Why would I want you in my life to be yeah. Yeah. if you're kind of like backhand shunning me for it? You know, Like, so the the few friends that I do have that are close friends are, you know, supportive of, of my industry. They ask me questions like we just have fun. We go out, we do, you know, camping and like projects and, you know, just that, you know, we're just people, you yeah. know, and they just see me as a person. And like the fact that I can come up like with some crazy story when someone's trying to like talk some smack, you know, at a, at a night out, you know and like they can't shock me you know like like the guy i date like one of his friends tried to like shock me one night and, and you were like and, uh, and i sit just down. I, I don't remember what he said i don't remember what i said but i shut him up by like, the end it, of the like, night he was he crawling was, towards you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was just trying to like like be, like, super hyper-sexualized, like, oh, I'm, like, oh, this big bad man, and I'm just, like, (laughs) you know, and I just, like, I shut him down, you know, and it was, um, it was really funny, and everyone got a laugh out of it, you know, and he kind of learned his lesson about, you know, how he should act as well, you know, so it was, um, it was, like, really fun, you know, and I think that that's, that's something that I've learned about this industry, (coughs) is you can, you know, either... You know, with what I've seen, you either get completely encased in this drama or you can separate yourself from it and you can meet some really genuine people and have really great relationships in your life. And a lot of people don't think that we're capable of that. You know, we're not damaged. Yeah, Yeah. we're not. You're choosing to do this. You're in full control. We're just open. Yeah. And we're not afraid to be that way. And I think that is actually what more people are afraid of than anything else. Wow. Well, I,
2: this has opened my eyes
0: completely to um,
2: just... Just changed all my misconceptions yeah, all the, as all well. all the, you know, the background <laughs> stuff, all the, you know, the stuff you have to deal with, all the, like... You know, the expos, the, the laws, the everything I've There's just was, so much I didn't yeah. even think, think about.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you so much. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. so
1: much. This is truly like an Absolutely. honor. You,
0: you are. Guys, you guys are amazing. So. No, you no, you are. You I want are. You to train my
2: dog. I want to eat food at your strip club. I want to see <laughs> you spin around.
1: I want you to smother me with your tits, make uh, me crawl across the floor. Well, like, you really. We'll see you this Saturday. we
2: will do it. <laughs> uh, Seriously,
1: thank uh, you again for taking time out of your day to speak yeah, I with feel us like we twice should
0: pay for all the not, just because all the <laughs> knowledge I mark
2: no,
1: where's
0: no, no, our budget no, on the know, singles I, yeah I just you know I just want to say um thank you guys for having me yeah, and you giving me anything? giving me like I just want to say you know thanks for giving me an opportunity to let people hear someone that's in this industry and realize that we're not crazy and we're not weird and we're just people yeah. like everyone else and we all have different personalities and i think that i hope that that re- that relieves some of the stigma that some of those people out there may have about people in any form of the sex industry whether it's a cam girl or a stripper or a porn star or an escort or anyone um but yeah if someone you know wants to get in touch with me or they want to know more about me um you can find me on twitter and instagram at eden underscore blair it's E-D-Y-N underscore B-L-A-I-R. Or you can email me directly at at EdenBlairHotMail.com if you have any questions or you want to, you know, Order custom anything you want to buy some panties you want to get a Skype show let's hook it up so yes um, you know and always just use you know, code
1: James ten <laughs> just
0: kidding, <laughs>
1: <laughs> just kidding.
0: Um, but yeah you know and uh, you know as always you know you can find me most weekends and I always post when I'm working Love always that. on my social media um, at the club because my schedule gets crazy sometimes because I you know get work or I get out of town um, you know you can always find me at Fantasy Island Showgirls in, in uh, Los Angeles on Pico. And, um, I hope that I see you guys there and I hope that you guys, uh, have a better understanding of our industry and the people that are in it. So thank you. Oh, this is great. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, no, Seriously. Thank you. Like, I feel like we're just like loving on each other. I,
1: yeah. We, oh, wow.
0: All right. Well,
2: thanks for listening guys. <laughs> um, and we'll
1: see you next week. Don't mess.
2: Bye. Don't
0: mess. Don't, 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 don't mess.